1: Turn to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630
0: Chad. <laughs> oh, it's been a funny day. Uh, you can always text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 135 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Dez has texted the show to say, I found it funny that Mr. Friedman said he could tell you uh, that he uh, you don't like it when, when he says something and you reply, huh? Then he gets upset when your hotel room service interrupts him not once but twice. Well, it wasn't room service. Uh, it was room service, but it was to get out of a hotel. So sometimes you got to got to laugh at yourself a little bit. That's, uh, those sort of things happen. That's the beauty of live radio once in a while. We're in Calgary. I uh, wanted to come down and see the Bakersfield Condors because, you know, there's nothing that uh, slays me more than when guys who are completely disinterested in things all season long never have the time uh, to, to go to a junior game or, or watch an AHL game online suddenly become experts on it. It's quite a remarkable thing. I hate working with guys like that. All right, uh, we're going to do this. We're going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Uh, in other words, put the time in, grind a little bit. And uh, I'm going to tell you that uh, we're going to hook up with the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Luke Pierce. Hello, Luke. It's Bob. How you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, when I originally looked at the schedule, I thought, uh, geez, uh, Max Wanner's going to be in town with the Moose Jaw Warriors. Uh, But as it's turned out, uh, you know, Bakersfield playing a couple here in Calgary gave us an opportunity to come down. Uh, Let's uh, let's talk uh, about your team. You're in a rebuilding season this year after going to the Memorial Cup last year, obviously having a cavalcade of, you know, first-round draft choices and star players. Uh, drafted and developed by the Edmonton Oil Kings, and including Jake Neighbors, who's currently with St. Louis, and Dylan Gunther, who's still up with Arizona, Sebastian Cosa, and then trading for Caden Gooley, you know, four first-rounders that represented Team Canada. Very different team this year, and does that require a different approach uh, from the coaching staff as a result?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think every time you have a, a year-to-year, I mean, even... As good as our teams were, I think not just last year, but for four years there, every year there was there was a little bit different approach with the personnel that you have, and I think you learn a lot about your group and and how you need to handle, um, you know, not just the group as a whole, but each individual. And this year's big picture it's uh, it's a much different approach there's a lot more teaching going on and a lot more patience and um some things that you kind of have to remind yourself uh, about the basics a little bit and uh, but overall i think the the philosophy of your standard stays the same as far as what you accept and what you don't and that's the one thing here that uh, just trying to re- reintegrate that culture uh that we find so important
0: well, uh, and you just look no further, I, I guess, than kind of what happened last weekend with your team, right? I mean, you had a, <laughs> you had kind of a, uh, a, 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 some would say an odd, uh, you know, an odd kind of week for you. You had a scenario where you shut out the Calgary Hitman 3 nothing, and Colby Hayes made 44 saves that happened on friday and then you guys ended up playing lethbridge at home uh i think it was on was it on sunday and uh you got routed pretty good 10 to 2 and so i guess how does how, do, how does the coaching staff how do you keep the you know ride the highs of a 3 nothing shutout hey we're making some progressions and we're shutting down calgary's got a pretty decent squad and then you turn around and have a tough afternoon like you had on sunday yeah, there's no
1: question that it's a, like for us it was as a staff to sit down and do some really honest evaluation of, you know, throw the excuses out the window about, you know, uh, even as depleted as our lineup is or who you have and who you don't and uh, how could we have done things differently to avoid that type of result and that, like you said, a, such an up and down um, span of 48 hours and um, I think you know, there was a lot of things that went into that conversation as far as the maturity of our group and helping them to prepare for you know, putting such a high emotional win behind them and moving on um, to just the way we laid out our schedule for the week and we felt like we probably didn't set our players up for the best success by the amount of teaching and work that we did throughout the week and that's the fine balance I think that we as you mentioned the approach is much different because you have so much to teach and you feel like there's so many things you need to cover um, and that was the scenario where I think we got caught up trying to do too much and we had great effort and performance Friday but completely ran out of gas uh, by the time Sunday came so it helps us just to to kind of you know, make sure we, we put the right formula together but uh, to take an honest look in the mirror about how we uh, how we set these guys up and at the same time i mean keep the players accountable for uh, learning how to ride the emotions of, of an up and down season and they've been a pretty consistent group here this past month and uh, i think sunday we hope was a, a bit of an anomaly for them
0: all right uh, who's been going good for you like who are you seeing some real progression and growth with uh, on your team well i think it starts with our two goaltenders i think since the addition of
1: logan cunningham it's you know it's it's helped to manage the workload for Colby Hay which is i think seen a massive improvement in his game um as of re- as of late and Logan's been very consistent i think again re- kind of a reflection of our team on sunday uh, neither were great and uh, we we rely on them obviously tremendously and um you know on the back end i think that uh you know Jacob Hoffrog has been a great addition has been good full park is you know back on the upswing here right now and playing some great hockey and I think up front, nobody stands out more with their improvement as of late than than Cole Miller, and um, I think we're going to start to see uh, the offense come from him
0: down the stretch. Cole Miller is a a six foot four right shot center. He's a former first round pick of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. He is draft eligible. Um, Some would say maybe you wait until I, I think a Ben King as an example out of Red Deer is a guy that got drafted as a 19 year old after having a huge you know, offensive season. They had Archie Danes down there as well. And uh, you can never go wrong betting on size. And I guess ultimately it's 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 when the player sort of a skill, is he starting to, to show some maturation there in terms of his game? And uh, are the puck skills improving? Because he's obviously got the frame to have a chance to be a pretty decent player.
1: Yeah, great frame, great skater. Um, it's just adding the confidence and, like you said, the maturity and his you know, in the, in the physical side of, uh, of his body. And then I think a, a lot of those guys, I know you've probably seen it too. And this whole five class will be interesting. They're kind of the COVID group. And I think there was some yeah. things that got left behind with them. And, um, you know, for him, it's we're starting to see him make the gains that he needs to, and and gain the confidence physically uh, to be out playing against some older guys. And that's the one thing I think that group missed um, with their with their COVID experience was playing against
0: older players. Yeah, I, well, and that's how you get better. I mean, I think back 30, 35 years ago, guys would go to the outdoor rink, and as a 12 and 14 year old kid, if you went up against the 14 or 16 year old. You know, played play ahead of an age group. That's how you improved, and in some respects, that's how you got tougher as well. There's a little less of that on the, uh, today's game, to say the least. A lot more emphasis on skill and skill development. And I want to just uh, get your thoughts. You're, you're a new, co- you know, you're you're the head coach. You were the assistant last year. Uh, obviously, to Brad Lowers doing a real good job this season with uh, the Winnipeg Jets as an assistant back in the NHL, where he's been an assistant coach before. But you got Serge Lajoie. And you've got uh, Ladislav Schmid. Schmid's obviously a former NHL defenseman. Uh, Serge is a former WHL head coach. Uh, he was on the for a year, coach at the U of A. Just a thought on, on, on sort of the working relationship with the entire coaching staff and, and how that's gone as the season's uh, gone on. No, oh, it's been fantastic.
1: I'm, I'm extremely fortunate to, to have uh, the different personalities and experiences that you mentioned there. And I think... You know from Serge's you know wealth of knowledge uh someone you can lean on and, and pick his brain on thoughts and ideas and Laddie's energy and his connection to our players and I think the one guy that you know this as you know the video guys get left out a lot on some of these conversations but a, a guy like Josh Mallory who's been here with us now in his second year has been a you know uh, a real huge help this year he's taken on more of a um, uh, development role too with our young players and I think that's so key and um, with the age of our group right now so I just a tremendous staff and uh, for us it's much like our group is learning how to work together and I think the same thing for Brad and I over the course of four years I mean we were pretty finely tuned machine by year four but we went through our, our kinks as well in years one and two and that's what we're growing together.
0: Luke Pierce is the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Luke, how many years have you been involved, either as a player or the coach in the Western League?
1: Uh, this will be... Oh, geez, I think I'm in the year almost 10 now. So it's uh, my time in, in Kootenai and, and here combined is... Uh, has been uh, a lot of ups and downs but uh, some some great learning
0: yeah, experience you know, look you were a hard nosed player uh in the bc junior league uh, where were you Merritt or Ver- i'm trying to remember where you played yeah both Merritt and vernon yes yeah, yeah yeah um so so take me through this you know you've been in the league the last 10 years we were, we're in calgary wednesday night in calgary they were sold out for uh, Connor Bedard, I, I, I saw the game in Edmonton in December, the last game Bedard played before he went to the World Junior Camp against you guys. He, it, with any kind of break or, frankly, if Regina had a better team around him, he could have had an 8 or 9 point night against you guys. Like, it was... Have you ever seen anything like it uh, since you've come into the league? No, I haven't. I, and that was the turning point
1: for me, I think, watching that game. Um... We had played him twice before that this season, and I, he, I don't. He just didn't seem to have the same pop. But uh, from that game on, I mean, we watched obviously what he did in the World Juniors and what he's been doing since. Uh, he's gone to another level, and you know, I've. There's been some pretty phenomenal players come through just in the short time that I've been in this league, and uh, I don't. Now nobody comes close to to what he's been able to do here recently. It's it's really impressive, and uh, I think it's great for our league, obviously.
0: Can I, you know what, personal observation and this might upset, you know, a parent if they've got a kid that plays for Regina I don't know how much they actually have around them and I mean this in all sincerity, like when I'm watching, like, you know, I got a good defenseman, that play uh, for a Czechia in the the World Juniors but, uh, in Tanner Howell you know, I'm going to be really intrigued to see what kind of year he has next year because he's late born uh, for the 2024 draft, but there's some plays that are getting set up that with players of different skill set might get finished. Um, now I'm going to ask you another tough one. So you've played, have you played every team in the league now? We've yet to see uh, Winnipeg. Okay. And they got a, good a team. pretty good familiarity with that group. So, <laughs> Right after playing them. Yes. So tell me this, who's got the best team in the league? Well, I think Winnipeg's going to be intriguing. There's no
1: question, but I, I still come back to Seattle. It just, um, I mean, I, you got Colton Docks still to come back. You've got uh, uh, the unknown there on on Dylan Gunther, which would would make them really tough. But and I really like the way Portland's been playing recently. It, uh, but I just think the depth of that Seattle team and their experience in goaltending um, when it comes to playoffs. I just I think they're going to be a tough out.
0: Yeah, I uh, I tend to agree with you. Uh, Moose Jaw Warriors tonight. How does that matchup uh, look for you? They got some talented players there. They could, uh, the Jaeger kids having a pretty good year.
1: Yeah, very talented group. I we we caught them a little off guard here last time and beat them three two at home. And you know I think our group has a, an understanding of the the way they need to play to have success, but. uh an extremely talented offensive group and uh, we just got to make sure that that we're making them earn things and, and not give them anything for free but uh last of a long homestand before we hit the road here so we're hoping to, to take advantage of it
0: yeah i got seattle pick jagger Furkus who some people thought might crippin uh creeping the, the late first round he went 35th overall to le kraken and he's leading them in 59 points, 88 points. Uh, Braden Yeager's got 56 points in his draft year. A lot of people think he'll be a top-ten pick in the upcoming draft. And, of course, uh, Maximus Warner, Max Warner, the right-shot defenseman, uh, 19 years of age, uh, leading the team at plus 22. Uh, he'll be in Bakersfield next season. He's a big, towering man, and he's not afraid to be physical either. So uh, good luck tonight. I'll be uh, in your face. Uh, is Logan the Honiak, is that where he ended up getting moved, was to Moose Jaw?
1: Yeah, he did, yeah. So this will be his, his second game back in town, and it's always nice to see uh, a former player that uh, spent a long, long part of his career here.
0: Awesome stuff, Luke. Thank you for your time.
1: Yeah, thanks, Bob. Enjoy the game down there, and uh, best of luck to the Condors.
0: Yeah, you bet. That is Luke Pierce, and he is the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stofford, Derek Scott with you. off to a uh, quick timeout when we come back uh, this day in Oilers history.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton
0: Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630Chad. Royal Pizza, pizza Passed, and so much more. February is Valentine's Month at Royal Pizza. Enjoy your dinner for two, which includes your choice of salad. One of our gourmet medium pizzas, followed by a delicious dessert. All for just thirty-seven ninety-five. Royal pizza still making it great. Stop a recommendation. Mediterranean chicken or the Texan. It one fifty-one in Edmonton. We go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Travel to California in April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com for more information. On this date, back in 1984, my wife's favorite player growing up, Pat Hughes, lights up Calgary for five goals as the Oilers route the Flames 10-5 at Northlands Coliseum. Don Edwards and Rajan Lemelin were victimized uh, in that game. Uh, Glenn Anderson and Kenny the Rat Linsman each chipped in four-point games. So the Oilers ended up winning the Cup in 83-84, including beating the Calgary Flames uh, in the playoffs that year in a series that ended up going seven games. Dave Campbell is the guest host of Inside Sports tonight from 6 until 8 p.m. Brendan Escott will be hosting Oilers now on Monday. Again, here's the, the of course, we've got the skills competition tonight, the All Star game. And then uh, tomorrow's three on three. Team Pacific, Conor McDavid, Leon Settle, Stuart Skinner representing the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, The Oilers will practice in Edmonton Monday morning and fly to Detroit. Four-game road trip, Detroit Tuesday, Philly Thursday, Ottawa Saturday matinee, and the Canadian Sunday matinee. Uh, Brendan will have NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling coming down the pipe on Monday's show. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Angela Coquat from 2 to 3. Dylan Nye has the 6.30 afternoons from uh, 3 to 6 today. Special thanks to Derek Scott for pinch-hitting on today's edition of Oilers Now. And uh, I will join you Tuesday from Detroit. So long, everybody.